Welcome to the latest episode of Platform. Today, we're going to be speaking to Ryan Parker. Most people will be familiar with Ryan because of his amazing Instagram clips. He is exceptional at skating ledges. He's really good at one foot tricks, can do many things switching natural and just has a great style. He's put out sections in the past that I just absolutely love, such as Despondent 2, he had footage in that, and Multichorus, and most recently Port Authority. He's been skating for Razors for a while, but it's been kind of low-key. He's just been skating the cults and promoting them that way. But last year he joined USD and recently he released a team introduction section for them. And I just absolutely loved it. It was so good, so much style, like true top porn switching natural, really stylish handrail tricks, really good switch-ups on like low ledges, just Everything he does is like really finessed and you can tell he takes a lot of time to land his tricks just exactly how he wants to. Um, Ryan is kind of my bad books though, because when we started Platform or when I started Platform, he was one of the first people I contacted because we've been in touch for just months exchanging tips about, you know, DIY spots and just basically talking about skating. And I said, I want to get you on. And he agreed. And since that time, he's been on two other podcasts and he still hasn't been on this one. So I kind of feel like he's cheated on me a little bit. Also, we were supposed to do this podcast an hour ago and he was just an absolute no-show. I was just sitting here like a total tool. And after an hour, when I was getting ready to pack up, he sent me a message saying that he was really sorry. He'd stopped off to see his flatmate, Cody Refner, who's also really good at skating. But Cody happens to work in a brewery and Ryan's had a few beers. So he still wants to do the podcast. I'm not sure if he's sober or not, but I guess we'll find out. So I'm going to give him a bit of a hard time about that at the start, but I'm sure it'll be all good. Before we do that, though, cue the music. Hey. Yeah. <laughs> How you doing? Dude, I am so sorry. I'm I'm so pissed at you right now. So pissed for many I, for many reasons. I mean, that makes sense. Um, you know, first of all, you promised me this podcast months ago and then you cheated on me with not one, but two people. Two. I didn't mean to. They just like they set a date immediately, and I was just like obligated. Like, okay, that's. I tried to set a date. You kept fobbing me off, saying you were setting up a computer, and then you never. No, thought- well, that was that was the plan. Was I was going to do it off of my computer that's in my fucking room, and is nice, but like they were just like, okay, we're doing it this day, and I was like, I mean, okay, I'll answer the fucking phone. I don't know. <laughs> Right. Um, is the computer even working yet? I mean, the computer works, yes. I cannot, for whatever reason, figure out how to get the... Um, so my my camera works off of FireWire to connect it. And I can't figure out how to get the input to actually work. I, I like got like one of the... It's, it's like a, a transfer card so that it'll like display what is actually on the camera but i can't get it to work as an input 
Okay. So not only have you cheated on me with two other podcasts, then I finally lock you down for a date and you Jesus, don't show up. I know. I'm a fuck. <laughs> I, I am a fuck. I, I don't blame you. You should be mad. I mean, you chose you chose beer over me, so I can appreciate that. <laughs> I would I would choose beer over me as well. That's that's fine. So I hope I hope Shit, Cody your hooked, accent is so cool. Fuck. Um, I hope Cody hooked you up with some free beer if he's working at a brewery. I mean, obviously, yeah. Right. Then right. that's okay. So you chose free beer over me. Yeah, I'll, I'll definitely. That's fine. <laughs> that's fine. That's acceptable. <laughs> <laughs> How many beers did we have at the brewery? He'll be walking in the door and not have any idea that I'm doing this right now. So he'll just probably sit down. So so when he comes in, it will be like, shh, shh, stop. Uh, what? what? Cody, hey, man, nice to see you. Yeah, no, come. I'll be like, Cody, come come sit down. <laughs> Start slagging off Brosco again. Oh, we didn't say that. Um, yeah, right. No, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> can you topside a ledge? Um, hey, we, we've discussed this. It's proven. I know, he can. I know. He can. Um, he can. Um, let's move swiftly on. So, new USD section. Um, I just looked at the numbers on it, and it's got over 34,000 views. Yes. For, for a flow or an am or whatever the hell they've put you on, like, like that's that's a lot. Uh, so... I, I think that it is a lot of views, but I think it needs to be tempered with how many followers the USD page has. Uh, so like, I, I don't know if that's entirely true because you can have loads of followers, but if they're not interested in the content, like if you see, if you look at the Razors page, Razors have got a lot of followers. They then, do, yeah, right. But then people will put out like, like Howie Bennett. I love Howie Bennett. Like, I'm, so I'm a massive I. fan it of his skating. Sense. He put out a pro part and it only got a few thousand views. And now I'm pretty sure his pro team introduction thing's only sitting at like 10 or something. Or like, I can't remember the last time I watched it, but I, I remember being shocked at how low they were. And Razors have got a big following on YouTube. Uh, so it, I don't it, think it it's as like simple as going, they just have a lot of followers. I think a lot of people have watched that edit a lot of times. Yeah, no, and I'm not I'm not discounting that fact. Um I I just needed to like temper it with the fact that like they they do have a lot of followers who I think frequently watch the videos that they post. Like uh other other AMs who have posted videos have 27,000 views type type thing. Yeah, but oh, yeah, but that's probably historical views like as in over time like as in theirs came out you know months yeah, no, or years yeah, ago no i mean that's also a fair point um, um and considering the recent <laughs> i don't know if you saw this but roman abrat have brought out his uh, pro skate promo and oh my god it was dire like the first trick was a unity on like a knee-high ledge the second trick was a back royale on a knee-high ledge and i'm just like i'm like They've just given you a pro skate and this is the level of effort you're putting in. So yours compared to that was just night and day. Yeah. So I definitely like, I, I tried to film a part that would be good whenever like I was, I was going into it. Um, we had already, um, so I had a couple of clips in that I posted of me skating in the razors that I went back and refilmed because I liked those tricks. So like, 
the the razors goodbye edit and the usd edit both have a couple of the same tricks that i went back to redo but um yeah i i wanted to definitely like put out something that was in my eyes like 80 85 percent of of what i can do when did you get the skates off them uh so carbon freeze I messaged them in, uh, it was the end of August. I messaged them and I think I got them the first week of September. Okay. So how long did you spend working on the section? It, it went up December 1st. Um, it was, it was mostly done, um, end of October, but I, I got like, I don't know, four or five more clips that I ended up putting in the edit. So just um, a couple of months then? Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's, yeah. A couple of months, but, um, Cody, Cody and I, like, I put in a lot of time as far as like, I'm not working right now. So we can go out and skate daily and, several many of the tricks took an hour worth of tries hour like two hours worth of tries some of them that's just the way it is though that's and, yeah no no and you're one of these you're one of these annoying as fuck people i know you are that you'll do it and you'll get to the end of the ledge and it'll look fine and cody will be like yeah man i think that was good and you're like no it's not mm. good and then you'll make him film it like three or four more times and we not even uh we're we're very much on the same page of like how we want to do the trick like he'll he has like an accurate view of what i think about it and vice versa like i'm like i mean yeah you did it but (laughs) right okay um i couldn't help but notice was that filmed on the new camera that you got last year it was yes yes but there was no fisheye clips uh there's one <laughs> is there yeah yeah i did uh the zero back torque to uh fakey zero spin over the grass so there's one one yes yeah. so a distinct lack of fisheye clips in that section because i remember yeah, you bitching about we, the, the fisheye so it's scary to use the expensive camera fisheye uh, we're starting to, I think, get over the hump of like getting close with it now. But like, I bought it myself. It's um, I have an HBX two hundred and fifty, yeah, and I got the fisheye lens off of uh, Death Lens fisheye sales. So I have seventeen hundred in on the camera. That is an investment. Yeah, yeah, it's like. I mean, I'm not scared to film fisheye with it. Uh, when Cody uses it, I think that he is scared to like have me hit it or, I mean, yeah, that, that is what it would be. It would be me hitting it because otherwise I would be filming. Um, <laughs> that would be a good trick though. If you managed to film yourself skating and fishing, yeah, right. <laughs> that'd, be, that'd be pretty impressive. I'm, I'm pretty no, sure I that's, just, that's, I was thinking, like, that's a niche new ever- market for blading. I'm comfortable filming fisheye with my camera. Um, I I'll film 
you know, uh, I, I just filmed, I don't know if you saw the uh, Travis Rhodes put out a couple clips at the, uh, the box that I put out the pink edit in. I did not know that. What's Travis Rhodes doing in Pittsburgh? Uh, he not, so he's, he's from he Chicago, in, isn't he? No, no, he lives in Cleveland. So it's, right, it's okay. only two hours from here. Uh, he drove down to skate and um, we put out a one day edit from him being, from him visiting. I've not seen that. Where, where's that? Uh, he where like where have you posted the video? His it's on his Instagram. Ah, it's, right. uh, I don't think I have him because he's like he's. Um, I interviewed him. One of the early issues, one of the early print issues of Wheel Scene, and I was like, "Yep, this guy is amazing. He's going to be no, he big. Is. Like you're just like from the sections I've seen of him, he's he's the future, and then he just disappeared." His style's amazing. I mean, he's he's still completely in there. Um, I I just think that uh, he he hasn't he hasn't had access to someone who could film him slash had the the equipment. So, um, I drove out. I drove out to Cleveland. So we were skating the warehouse that we've been skating whenever he came and visited us. But prior to me having access to that place um i didn't have anywhere to skate it was winter already and i drove out to meet him in cleveland so two hours to cleveland and then we drove up to modern from cleveland which is in detroit so that's three more hours so five hours there for me we skated for four or five hours drove back to cleveland and right when I left Cleveland snowstorm on my way back home. So I, it took me three more hours to get home the same night. That was just to skate one day because I hadn't skated in like a week and a half. And yeah. That's, skating. that's, that's when you know you're dedicated. That's when you yeah. know you're like, you're a lifer. Yeah. Cause yeah. Sometimes I'll, I'll drive like two hours to a skate park, skate there for like an hour and a half, maybe two hours, then drive home. And I'm like, I've spent more time in the car than I have on skates. What this is. Yeah. Yeah. That, yeah it's grindy um all right okay that the usd at like section that you put out that did not look the same as the usd section you sent me no so i um i it, it had a i, it had, I sent it, it to a, you a notable... at the i sent it to you at the point where i was ready to submit it to usd to post it and they there were like a bunch of they it, it seems like to me because it wasn't actually told to me they only release one edit per week so there were already three edits set to come out whenever i submitted it because it was the end of the year everyone's trying to get their clips out um so i had three more weeks to film and that's we just went out and kept skating basically I was talking about the intro clip that's not in that's not oh, in the yeah. official no, version. Oh yeah, the intro clip they wouldn't put it in. <laughs> um, they told me to take it out. Uh, okay. Yeah, for, yeah. For yeah. anyone that doesn't know, we're going to show it now. It's of just a random guy driving past, just very casually waving a gun. <laughs> Explain the context for that clip. We were. Uh, Right across the street from my now former job that is waiting to reopen, I bartend down in like 
a main district. Uh, it's called the South side of Pittsburgh. Um, so we were skating this like brick ledge and like Cody has the camera and I mean, it, it looks like a real camera. So he's standing there on the side, I'm skating and this guy rolls past and he's just like, he like flashes his gun and Cody's sitting there filming. Uh, and he like pulls off after he like flashes the gun, but what he didn't keep filming was he like he backed up after he pulled off and like talked to me and i was like yeah this is my instagram i'm gonna post that in the edit that i put out and then it i i had it in the edit and i sent it to usd and they were like nah we can't we can't post that and i was like all right but i i still use the footage um on like the the Instagram. The Instagram, thing. yeah. Um, a couple of thoughts would be running through my head. One, like, I don't know if I want to film this guy because what if he takes offense? I don't want to piss off the guy with the gun. Um, and two, why is he just casually driving past waving a gun for like shits and giggles? That's there's so many questions to arise from that situation. Like, I think that like it, it's just uh, like he knew we were filming, kind of thing. And like, so he was just showing off. Yeah, yeah, nothing else. Like, it, it wasn't like malicious or like, like he he knew what was up and we knew what was up. It wasn't like anything weird. I don't think. Like, I thought it was funny. <laughs> I, I mean, yeah, the clip doesn't look intimidating, but it's, I would still be like, I guess because we don't really have guns in Scotland, so like, like people, um, like pedestrians don't carry guns and things like that. Like you can't really just get a gun license and walk about with one on your person. Um, and illegal guns are like... Yeah, see, I would have... They exist. People have them, but they're they're not as common as like in the States. I would assume that he deals drugs. Yeah. Would be my assumption. I, I would um, assume that too. <laughs> But aside from that, I mean, I mean, I don't want to cast any assumptions about someone, but you know, if, if you're just driving past, just like wiggling in the air, it's, it's probably not a legal firearm. Yeah. Um, is that, is that a common thing in Pitt? Like, I don't know what Pittsburgh's like. So, um, I mean, common enough that like, I'm not going to blink an eye at it, uh, but not like, I wouldn't say we have like a huge problem in the city. It's just the same as any other city, I would say. Or do you just find skate spots in like the shittiest neighborhoods and that just happens to have... It, it's not even like a shitty neighborhood that we were in. It's just like, it's a... Um, we have like the, the street that it's on, Carson Street. Um, it's like, I think it has like one of the highest... Um, uh like bar to um to population ratios in the country so it's just like if if you're going to be a drug dealer you're probably going to be in that area where people are going out all the time and he saw that we had a camera and it just it happened the way that it happened okay yeah that makes sense you know cater to your demographic and all that all right yeah um so before you got on USD, you obviously like you you give me you dropped me a message when yeah they sent you carbons. You were how long were you riding on razors for? Because it felt like you were 
kind of it didn't feel like you were on on but it felt like you were getting hooked up by them for years yeah so i was officially on razors since 2017 right um but it it's just a like it's a weird thing because um, I didn't formally ask the question of like, what designation am I flow? Am I am? Um, and I'm not even entirely I, sure they have that structure at the moment. I don't yeah, know. No, that, that may not be the case, but like, I didn't, I, I did I don't like their boots don't fit my foot outside of the cult. Um, I tried whenever the shifts first came out, I had Jeff send them to me. I skated them for seriously two sessions and I was like, nah, this skate ain't it. Um, I know that the, the SL I can't fit the size seven boot and the size nine is a boat on my foot. I wear the size nine cult. Um, so I feel like the, the, the people who ride cults are in like, and only the cults are in a weird spot where it's like their cheapest boot mold. Um, and it's an open boot mold on top of that. Like anyone could make a product off of that. Um, I mean, so anyone I don't, has like, yeah, right. But US, I'm, I'm USD saying, used like, it and so have SSM and them. So yeah, it's yeah, no yeah. one like they're, they're not pushing that as their main product line. Um, I don't know. It was just, it, it was definitely, I, I didn't feel like any obligation to like push myself to like film anything because I was like, I'm just skating cults and like, I, I feel like they don't really care. But you did put it like you put out a lot of stuff promoting them. Like you had Despondent, you had Multichorus, you had Port Authority, and then you had all those. Like you're, I would say, one of those people that is quite popular on Instagram. So, like you have like, I don't know, not viral clips, but like clips that are very popular on social media. So you you are promoting their products. Yeah, no, I'm always promoting it, but I would say like if if I compared the level of effort that I put in for the USD part versus the level of effort that I was putting in for those clips, like to me, there's a clear differentiation. I don't, I don't know if it comes off that way or not, because like, I, I always like want to do a trick as good as I can type of thing. But like the, um, the the difficulty of tricks that I was selecting, I, I would say, was harder for the for the USD part. Well, in the USD part, you skate handrails. In the previous sections, you 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 weren't touching handrails. It was all yeah, it was and, all ledges and like weird. Like, yeah, right. Shit. But like, that's just like that's just the terrain that we have. Like, it's not even like I don't want to go skate rails. Um, I I grew up solely as a rail skater like that's oh, all oh, I, I remember <laughs> that's all i skated i remember um, we're, we're getting to that we're, yeah yeah we're, like we're getting, i we're just getting to emo ryan we're, we're gonna cover I that just, base i um i think that skating ledges is 
the more interesting side of grinding versus skating rails. Like, I, I think that it takes more skill. Oh, yeah, to, it's definitely harder. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it, it, it just, like, it shows a greater understanding of where you're body positioning where you're like it, it if, if you're grinding ledge as well like that is it yeah i'd go along with that and yeah there's just certain things that are way harder like holding holding a grind on a ledge is way harder than holding a grind on a rail because you can just get on top of it and holding the top side or yeah even like certain switch ups that you know they're definitely harder on ledges than they are on rails because and rails you don't you know you don't have to lean over as much or yeah there's i can appreciate that yeah and like especially i this this it was like a recent topic on facebook someone was like uh skating skating flat blah 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 is whack and i was just like dude no it (laughs) If, if you're grinding flat on a ledge, it is objectively harder than grinding anti-rocker on a ledge, period. Of course it is, because the middle wheels aren't meant to be grinded on in flat. Of course it's hard. And like, someone's I like, hate skating oh, flat. It's too hard. <laughs> oh, but everyone who rides flat always wants to talk about it. And it's like, yeah, I mean, I'm I'm going to mention it when we're talking about skating a ledge. It's It's harder to do it, period. But I'm I'm still doing tricks that are good on ledges, so yeah. I don't. Oh no, it's, 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 it's stupid. It, it, I feel stupid like even saying it because like I feel like everyone who, like people who skate flat or people who skate anti rocker too, probably get it. Like there's a reason they're still skating anti rocker. Yeah, it's, it's safer. <laughs> but. You don't, I mean, you don't get I, caught up as, as easy. Yeah, skating skating flat is hard. I don't care what anyone says. Yeah, um, but it, it, it skating flat also works better for the the horrible ground situations that we have here, as far as like runway and landing goes. Yeah, yeah. Pittsburgh looks very similar to Scotland in that aspect. That just all the ground looks fucked up and like rugged and lips everywhere. And yeah, yeah. And the crazy thing is, though, too, is, like, I was even watching um, Leon Humphrey's new part, like, assuming that, you know, in London, the ground is horrible. But, like, it, it looks like their ground is pretty good. <laughs> it, it depends. what. It part, depends. It, it depends. depends where you skate. Um, Leon is, I lived in London for, like, a year and a half. Leon is obsessive when it comes to looking for spots. So... Leon's the kind of person that will find out. I was like, oh, there's a construction site there and he will keep an eye on it to like just see what comes up of it. And Interesting. Yeah, so he knows when the spot's coming up precisely. Yeah, he's, he's that. Or if he doesn't, he'll find someone that does. Leon is Leon skated for as long as I have. And when he, you've skated that long, he's just desperate all the time to find new obstacles, new challenges. He's I mean, not, same. That's exactly like Cody and I are always looking. It's just that our city isn't nearly as large as london so yeah plus london's so weird like you can literally skate a spot and then go back the next week and it just won't be there it's not even like it's capped it just won't exist whereas yeah up in scotland it's a little bit safer like that like you know that something's going to be there for a while as long as you don't abuse it too much or draw too much attention to yourself whereas in london it can't even it might not even be that you've skated it it might 
that's caused that. It might just be like stuff's just torn down and rebuilt so quickly there. So yeah, yeah. No, I I mean I've I've seen spots like that where it's up the one day and then you go back and you're like, wow, no, it's not there anymore. That sucks. Yeah. Like some of the spots that um I there's a rail that I skated in my uh 2008 edit with hawk trackler and it, it's like the rail that i did two back royale rewind hard topsail it's it's on the playground i did true acid capture music. I, know, I know the one it, it looks like a philly as a philly spot isn't it yeah no it's yeah. no it's a pittsburgh spot but it looks like a philly looks spot. like a philly philly spot yeah. uh we found that rail i got to skate it twice and it got demolished like so i the 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 clips that i had in that were just two sessions worth of skating that and then it was gone forever and i was like shit that rail had been there forever we just found it it was 2008 and like gone right i won't ask you about that but i'll ask you about the usd stuff first is that cody arrived home and now he's he's yes. eyeballing you is that what's happening here yeah cody i've got i've got a bone to pick with you thank you like you, you just fucked up my podcast. Excuse I, me. We, we were, we were meant to, we were meant, me and Ryan were meant to have a date, and you made him an hour late for it. What's that all about? I made him late for the day too. Yeah, you gave him free beer. The fuck? How am I meant to compete with free beer? It's you. Just you could never. You could never. <laughs> <laughs> I mean. This is this is bullshit. This is unfair. I'm a, I can't I can't compete with that. Well, enjoy, boys. Carry on. <laughs> Don't let me fuck you up. He's like, I'm taking my whiskey you to my room. I'm sick of you guys. Um, right, I want to ask about the Hawk Trackler edit, but first, I want to know how you ended up on USD. Then, how how did you get hooked up with them? So, I already said how basically I was feeling like riding the cults with razors. Um, and I, I reached out to Joe Zank. Um, it, it, I think it was like the end of July. And I was like, I needed liners at the time because I, I ride the, I was riding rain V twos for a while. Like it had been a year and a half on two separate sets of them. And I was like, uh, who's running the rain team. And he told me Burston, but he was like, good luck getting liners. Like I've been asking since March and I don't have liners. And I was like, I mean, okay. So what actually happened was right after he told me that I went, I went online and started looking at liners and I was like, all right, well, I guess the only other option seems like power slide liners. And I was like, why don't I just message Oigan and see if he'll put me on USD? <laughs> and that's, I mean, that's what I did. You don't like, ask, you don't get. Yeah. Yeah. Right. No. So I just, I, I messaged Oigan and I was like, yo, um, I know this is weird. Like I, I feel like you enjoy my skating. Like did, would you do have a spot to ride USDs? And like, it was just like, immediate like yeah and then he put me in contact with sam cross and um they sent me the burnouts um so that was it, it was cool um 
at any point. Because I, it, it, it always feels weird, like putting yourself in the position where you're like asking for something. Yeah, it's awkward because you're like, what if they say, off, what if they say no or something, and you feel you feel like a dick. Yeah, you're like, so. Um, did you ever think about about uh, playing razors off USD and being like, "Hey Jeff, so USD have got in touch and they, they want to hook me up. Do you want to do you want to level up a little bit here?" And you know, I the the thought crossed my mind, but it just like it, I wouldn't want to like double put myself in an awkward situation because like it was it was cool Voigan to even like say yes in the first place. And like when he did, I like instantly like felt like, okay, like I'm going to at least try these and see what happens type of thing. Um, and I, I, I do like the, the carbon boot. It, it fits my foot really well. Um, I like the Aeon boot. I don't like how either of the sole plates slide. All, all three of the soul plates, I don't like how they slide, is what I should say. Yeah, Eons. I've tried, to, all, get, I've tried to get along with They all do they not slide slowly. nearly as good as the cults. Like, yeah. I, I, I won't even, like, I, I couldn't possibly, like, be in, the, be in the position of being like, oh, yeah, the, they skate just as good. Like, the soul plates don't slide. <laughs> um, uh, so I'm going to try, I'm going to try the, uh, the slick uh soul plates for the aeons and see if they help out oh you mean like the the blocks they're they're just like wings that go yeah. on to the yeah. aeons so yeah. um, i think they're they're sending me a set out and i'm gonna do a review for them i've got their their grind wheels are pretty cool yeah they do the job so i'd imagine if it's the same material as that yeah it'd be good so what's the what's the deal with usd like have they have you got like an official position or are they just hooking you up or what do they, yeah, no, they what do they want in return for sending you product or or what do um, you get in return and what's, yeah, no, yeah, what's so the situation i'm i'm on the am team um they will send me like so i got the burnals and then this was the end of August, they said that like in October, the new sways and the Aeons are coming out. We'll send you out a second package with the sways and Aeons. But production issues with Corona came up and I didn't get the Bladies until, I don't know, two weeks ago. I didn't get sways yet. Um, and I don't, so I haven't, I hadn't even skated anything aside from the carbon freeze. And I didn't even know if I would like the Aeons or the Sways. Okay. So it's like kind of like a test kind of thing to see like which, which boot I'm actually going to ride. Um, like, like, say this, say this. <laughs> and, oh, I thought he was sending you secret messages there. No, he's just showing you shit. No, it's just a meme. Oh. <laughs> uh, so... I, what was the question again? I'm sorry. Um, yeah, like what? So you've basically said what you you're getting packages with skates. What do they expect in return? Like what? Uh, do, I do you have I don't know to fill or what? Clearly, what I'm expected to do. Um, I am so whenever I put out that uh, box edit recently that I put out. Um, 
we had filmed that and I planned to get more for it. But what happened was we replaced the PVC with a uh, metal rail and made the box five feet longer. So it's like not the same thing anymore. You can't do exactly the same tricks. It's longer and it doesn't slide as well. Right. So I was like, all right, I'm just going to drop the clips as they stand right now. So I made that edit and Boygan was like, well, we could have posted it. Like if you had a couple more clips, we could have posted it on the YouTube. And I was like, I get it. But like, I feel like posting it on Instagram gets just as much attention as putting it on the YouTube. Yeah. Yeah. It's fair um, enough. So I don't know. It, it, I, the other thing to consider too, is like, they obviously like, with YouTube, you make money off of getting views versus like having a song that's picked up by the YouTube algorithm. Yeah, as long as you can so get around I, that. I understand it from from that perspective, but like for me, I'm not getting paid for it necessarily. So I would rather post it on my own Instagram and like be able to post it myself versus having something linked onto the YouTube page. Is that why you're using Takashi Six Nine songs in your your edits to get around the YouTube algorithm? Is that what's happening here? <laughs> no, that's just honestly that's the music that I like. <laughs> okay, that's that. I don't think I've ever heard anyone tell me that. Okay. Yeah, I, I don't. I I like music that people call trash. So. Right. That is what it is. There's, there's, not, there's nothing wrong with claiming that. You like what you like. That's fair enough. Um, all right, okay. Uh, you mentioned that Hulk, Hulk Trackler edit. I, how did that come about? Because he doesn't... Hulk Trackler uh, never lived in Pittsburgh, did he? He did. He did live in Pittsburgh. Um, Where is he from? Is he not from like Ohio, Ohio or he's, something? He's from Columbus. Um, right. But I was 18 when I met him. He's 18 also. Uh, he was in the city because he was going to the Art Institute of Pittsburgh for the videography, whatever it's actually called. Um, and him and Stefan actually were both at the Art Institute at the same time. Right. Um, so he lived here and already had a GL. He had a GL too. Um, and basically like as soon as I met him, he started filming and we got, we got a, a good amount, probably like 60% of that edit filmed in 2006. And then we didn't get anything really in 2007 that went in the edit, but, um, there, there's 2008 clips in there as well that him and Kyle Bartlett both filmed. Sound like three years. Yeah. Well, I didn't know that. Yeah. So like, the, no shit. <laughs> that's the, a, the majority that's a long of, time for a second. Dude, the, the majority of it was 2006. And then like, up until 2008. yeah. So like all of those clips were just sitting forever. Is and it wasn't, there was a lot of like different places as well. Cause obviously you had like your local footage in it, but there was a lot of Philly footage in that. Cause there was loads, yeah, of, so there was loads we, of spots I recognized from like Majette videos. We went out to Philly and filmed, I, I think it was only like 
two days that we were there. Um, and we also went to New York and none of those clips ended up in the edit, but like I had New York clips too, that were decent. They weren't like great. I skated with Trevor Johnson and he kind of showed me up real bad. Like he fucked my head up at the time. Like, right, okay. I'm, um, I'm, I'm saying like two, 2006, he did two back torque to sold a back torque on a handicap rail. And I was like, oh, whoa. I was doing like top acid, true top acid. <laughs> I, I don't know. That's, that's still good. So, no, and, and not. <laughs> no. Trevor fucked me up, dude. Right. Okay. That shit was. Whenever, whenever I was first going to like, when I met Trevor in 2006, he was so good. I couldn't believe, like, we would just skate, and I couldn't believe the tricks that he was doing. Fair enough. Um, so you've never, you've never seen the New York footage that Hawk Trackler filmed of you. Uh well, what happened? I I saw it, but um. There was supposed to be a side project that came out with um, Anthony Velez that never actually came out, and um, yeah, I don't I don't know exactly what happened with that footage, uh, but like it, I'm not that stuff I'm not necessarily salty about. It was only like a couple of New York clips that were like decent, but like not like I wasn't worried about that stuff. All right. Are you are you are you guys still in touch with each other, or because it doesn't seem like you guys go move in the same circles anymore? Hawk. Yeah. Uh yeah yeah no he just he messaged me like like a week ago saying like I I liked your uh, box edit. Right. So okay. like we still talk. It's just like I don't know. <laughs> All right. Okay. Um, that the, turns the columbus the columbus thing is is kind of strange right now uh i feel like there's like some sort of animosity between us but like maybe deservedly so <laughs> <laughs> um yeah that happens um, <laughs> that, that also segues nicely into um my my uh so there's there's two ryans that i know of there's there's the new ryan that can torque slide pretty much anything switching natural to the 270 back torques then there's the old ryan old ryan wasn't so good at the old torque slides in fact i've seen video evidence of you not being very good at the old torque slides because russell day kicked your ass with a back torque in, oh yeah he did. he did i mean that's fair uh what i would say is <laughs> when i was in when i moved to california so that was 2011 I was out of practice. Like I, I didn't skate a lot prior to moving there. I get better from skating practice obstacles. So like the way that I'm skating the box right now, um, like that, that's what makes me good at skating street. Like just, just being in practice as far as like doing tech shit, like, on something that is controlled. It's the same thing. You go and skate it. You can repeat it over and over again. Um, I didn't have that at the time. Like I moved out and I was just skating like whatever was in front of me. And I was completely out of practice, but like 
I sent realize, you. I didn't realize you were living out there. I thought you just went out to like visit or stay with people or hang out and skate. I didn't. So how long? Where did you live in California, and how long were you there for? I lived in San Diego, so I moved there in November 2011, and I was there until July 2012. So I was there for like ten months. Right. Um. Like as in and, skating, skating, or as in moving out there just for a change of scenery, or what was I? So I had just graduated college, and I was like trying to live there and make it, but it's expensive to live there, and the people who I moved out with moved back to Pittsburgh, and I was sitting on the lease still by myself, and it was expensive. Like I was paying fourteen hundred a month at the time and making 20 bucks an hour and okay. it wasn't ideal <laughs> but it seemed like you were moving about in the circles that like would suggest you could have gone further and skate because you were hanging out with like the razors guys hanging out at the razors warehouse hanging out like it looked like you were hanging out with the santee guys as well because there was another orion episode i saw where I hate to bring this up, but you got massacred by Winston Ward. Winston <laughs> fucked me up, dude. I, he, he just he went, oh, you want you want trick vocabulary? You want to come out like, to the, the West Coast? I'm just going to do true spin topside everything down this sketchy ass rail. I that rail, I don't want to. <laughs> it skate. looked horrible. Period. I I don't want to skate it at all. I don't blame you. It looked, like even still, I'm like that. You might as well just go skate a stair rail. What's the fucking yeah. I would rather skate a stair rail because exactly least you can, because you it leaves you the, the satisfaction of like filming a street clip. Yeah, um, yeah, that thing looked dangerous. Yeah, and the runway was short; like it was just all bad. The okay. landing was bad. Fuck that rail. <laughs> were you sponsored by anyone when you were out there? Because I saw in one no. clip you were wearing well, limbs, and then another yeah, one you were so wearing razors. Jeff Acres did give me a set of the Frankie Morales rims. Those were the first skates that I ever got for free. Right. Um, because the, basically the whole time that I was out there, I skated remedies. Um, I, I switched back because I had the, um, the original razor slats and they just look so good that like I a skated them again. Those, and yeah, it's, it's a good, good silhouette. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and just the color that like solid blue. Yeah, with the was um, it the white backslide plate or something. Had I had all white soles, I think, and white cuffs. But like they they came originally with a blue cuff, blue sole, and white backslide. I think right. Um, and the ones that I had were I think the UK version. They had red frames on them whenever I got them. Okay. The ones I remember were like had white frames and had I want to say they had USD uh, not yet um, Senate wheels on them. Yes, yeah, so I had ones that had red frames on them, and I like they were non UFS. They they were not great frames. Yeah, it was yeah it was before UFS. Yeah. Um. So I took all that shit off and just put new sole plates on them. But um. So that's how like the relationship started with Jeff and him like yeah yeah no it, yeah it, it was it was in 2012 that I I started. I, it, it was through Russell, honestly, because Russell was writing remedies at the time. Right. So, I mean, I love Russell. His skating is good. 
He's he, also he knows, he's, he knows how to skate a ledge. He's a wheel scene alumni as well. Yeah, we've we've had we've had Russell interviewed before. Yeah, he also loves ledge skating and getting really low on his grinds. So that it does make sense that you guys would appreciate each other's skating. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, so what what made you decide to leave California then? Why were you like, no, I'm done with this? It wasn't even like I'm done with it. I, I couldn't afford to keep staying there. I, I lost so much money whenever, like, I moved out with like 12 grand. And when I left, I had basically no money even after I sold my shit and made it back home. So there was no one you could have moved in with or like roomed up with to make it cheaper? Or I mean, I I suppose I could have tried, but like, it just felt like, uh, I was like, I was not in a good spot. Like, I I just moved out there. I was only there for, you know, 10 months. Um, and I was, like, running out of money. Like, I didn't have anything that I could do. Like, I was locked in on a lease. I had to pay to get out of the lease. Like, just to break the lease in the first place. So, yeah. like, I would have been paying to break a lease to pay again a security deposit to move in somewhere else where I'm already paying more rent than I want to be paying. It was just like, it was, I got, I I got kind of fucked by like the people that moved out that I was living with at the time. Yeah. That is kind of rough. If you're sharing with people, they all just jump ship. Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty horrible. Um, Okay. So, and I don't, I don't hold it. it. It was like one, it was one of my best friends, Brent Pickup, who I was living with at the time. I don't hold it against him because like his, his knee was fucked. He was living in California. Like he needed MCL and ACL surgery. He moved back to get the surgery. Like, I don't, I don't blame him at all in any way, but like, I couldn't afford to like, yeah to to keep paying the double rent at the time no that's fair enough yeah um so at, at what point at what point did old old ryan who was in skinny everything showing off his <laughs> physique or, or lack thereof turn into turn into new swaggy ryan that wears baggy everything and sits down in all his grinds because Whenever I've mentioned that to you before, you're like, oh, I fucking hate all that old footage. Like, I'm just standing tall on every ground. And now I know you make a point of going, we're, we're bending these knees as much as they'll go. So, yeah. So, what changed? I don't, I, it, it, it was like a gradual change. Um, I feel like, um, I feel like so so first I would say um KCMO came out and I saw Nick Labar skating. Um so that was twenty fourteen. Um and I also started paying attention more to like I had always like CK was always one of my favorite skaters, but like I, I just started paying more attention to like how he was actually doing his skating and like what he was doing when he was skating instead of just the tricks that he was doing. Um, which, which I, my main problem was always that I wasn't necessarily paying attention to the way that people were doing their tricks. It was just like, 
I was, I was trying to mimic, like I was trying to do the trick that they were doing, but I wasn't taking into account how well they were doing it. Right. Yeah. Um, so like I started picking up on that. Um, I, I told you about, I, I honestly, one of my big, like one of the things that really started making me move in that direction was watching, um, Pietro Mario out of Brazil. Like he, he was doing tricks both ways he was bending his knees. He, he was doing it like almost exactly, like almost exactly the style that I'm skating right now. He was doing it then like two back backslide both ways, two back torque both ways. Um, so like, I was like, Oh shit, that's, really tight like it looks good he's he's not just doing it he's doing it well and i was like realizing that he was doing it well too um it's so interesting like when you said that when i was like what's what inspired such a kind of drastic difference not just in your skating but just every yeah every aspect of your skating and then you named this random brazilian guy i was like i've not like i've skated since 94 93 and like paid attention the entire time and i was like i do not remember this guy and you're like he was a massive influence on me and i'm like how can someone how can you see this person and go holy shit this is this is what i want my i don't know dude it was like i I didn't even like it was weird because like so kcmo came out uh labar and i would assume nemo also had a role to play in them using bones at the time, which is, it's so cringy to say this, but like, I, I feel like them using bones and um, skating the way that they were skating at the time, like had an influence on the way that Pietro Mario was skating at the time. Right. And he picked the music like i was already listening to the music he was already listening to the music he was skating the way that he skated and i saw it and i was like that's tight like i like that um and he wasn't he wasn't wearing baggy pants yet and i feel like so labar already was at that time like wearing dickies and shit yeah yeah, because it was because so, um, the outbreak of that afterwards was because obviously Dickies have always been around skate culture, but it felt like everyone moved away from them for a while, and then KCMO yeah. came out and he's just doing you know like royals and souls and straight airs and shit, and then suddenly just you go to skate parks and stuff or see online edits and everyone's dressing like Nick Labar and you're like, well, my thing what my thing is now too is that like. I'm tall, man. I'm, I'm six foot tall. Like it doesn't look good when you're tall to wear tight pants when you're skating. Like (laughs) it, it just objectively does not look as good. If the same person does the same trick with the same style wearing tight pants versus loose pants, in my opinion, it's definitely harder to make skating look good when you've got long limbs because when you've yeah. got short limbs, it's really easy to make everything look crouched and low, like Louis Zamora or, you know, most most skaters who are Gonzo. renowned. 
yeah, most skaters who are renowned for having good style, when you meet them in person, you're like, holy fuck, you're really short. Of course your skating yep. looks good because you don't have to control all these gangly ass limbs that the rest of us have. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I don't know. I, I don't even remember like exactly why I bought loose pants, but I got like my first pair of loose pants and I was like, oh, this is it. Like I just instantly felt cooler skating. Like I looked at my skating. It, it wasn't even I looked at my skating. Like I could look down at my legs skating and be like, this looks better. Like I know that it looks better. So that was that was 2016 when we filmed Despondent. And then, so you're saying like the Labar aesthetic of going for like simpler tricks, just done really well, appealed to you more because I think I feel like a lot of people got inspired by that, going oh, because previous to that there was the obviously just like let's see how many switch ups we can do along a flat rail, and that that got boring uh, and repetitive really quickly. But it feels like. I I feel like um, I've always liked the tech side of skating. Um, so I pre- like, yeah, like him doing like stylish topsole, stylish top mistral, like that. I, I love to see that. But I also equally love to see tech tricks done with good style like I, I i like to combine as much as i can like skate stylishly and do the trick well and show that you're doing the trick both ways and sh- like just like like as much as i can everything at the same time but you're selective about it you don't just that i think that's what i mean like you don't just approach every obstacle going oh i'm gonna see how many tricks i can do along this in one in one yeah attempt. yeah right i mean some you, you know, know some, what you can do on every spot kind of thing yeah. like you you know what is like uh port authority i was wearing a fucking bright ass fluorescent green shirt and i did like a sit down top mistral on that like wobbly rusty ass rail that cody yeah. did a macchio down to that doesn't make sense to do switch ups down it's too fucking weird of a setup like you just want to do something stylish down it and show that like you have the control to like take the spot um whereas like i don't know like a fucking plastic ledge that you're skating like yeah of course get tech <laughs> i think that's what i mean like you're good like you you see an obstacle and you go right this one i'm gonna hold the shit out of a top mistral and make it look really good and then you see another one you're like you see like a curved ledge or whatever and you're like well you know just doing a simple trick along this probably isn't going to cut it so yeah um, right exactly i'm gonna have to like, get tech on it yeah yeah like i'm all, like not necessarily always trying to do the most that i can do but like make the trick make sense with what you're skating i guess is what i try to do you also you 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 guys have got like the the like strict rules when it comes to tricks as well you're like oh this is acceptable this isn't acceptable and i've always wondered because there's quite a connection between pittsburgh and philadelphia because mike is it mike colliner he was from pittsburgh wasn't he yeah, he was, yes. And he's got a connection with like the Philly guys because he was in the Majet videos and the Denial videos. And then I remember the Denial guys used to come out to Pittsburgh to skate quite a lot. Like, I wouldn't say a lot, but they, they did come out to skate here. So Michael 
Because I remember they famously once said it's like the worst place in the world to skate, but yet they kept going. <laughs> Michael was, and he was still really is good, extremely physically gifted, and not only that, he like understands like what makes a trick look good, and he knows how to do it like that. Yeah. So like, he he's younger. He's three years younger than I am, I think, and was already skating with those Philly dudes who like obviously I always wanted to skate with but like he was just at the point in his skate career that like he made it there first um and I don't what was the question I'm sorry it just like it seems like I, I don't know if it's just exclusive to you and Cody or if it's a Pittsburgh thing, but you guys seem very much like, right, we've got some strict rules here. Like, I remember you. Yeah, no, I mean. What was it, it the 360 porn star? And you're like, nah, if this, if your H block is not locked on exactly behind your sofa, get that shit out of my face. That's how all porn stars are. <laughs> if you didn't lock your fucking torque foot, get it. It's not, you, you didn't do the trick. You're doing a fucking sidewalk. Yeah. Like, period. But it seems like you guys have got a lot of rules for stuff like that. And you're like, no, this is, I can't think of other examples off the top of my head, but it does. Uh, it... No, I can. Uh, torque soul. Like if you're, if your feet aren't touching whenever you lock, like no. And the same like, rule, I'm assuming yeah, the same rule exists for top mistrials as well. Fucking feet together. And not only that, like, I don't want to see you like torque sole with your like foot open. I want to see it like with your toe closed off, like almost like you're doing like closed book grind, but like as much as you can get like over top of it, like that's how the trick looks good. I know what you mean. I don't, like, want, not... I don't want to see you standing straight up with your feet fucking spread doing a, a half-assed torque sole. Like just do a top sole. I'm guessing you've got the strict rule on the torque slide then the, the, the backslide plate has to be like perfectly like 90 degrees on the i no i i don't care about that because um, some people get really funny about people who do torque slides like half on the sole plate half on the backslide plate if you know what i mean like eric yeah, Bailey's, yeah no, can i do them that, like that? Shit, that shit doesn't bother me i think that's more of like a a personal like the way that you do the trick the way that it balances for you i the way that it balances for me like i like being 90 degrees perpendicular but like Cody does it like com completely like fish brain torque type thing the way that okay. SK does it. Um, Sean Kelsey I just, well, it, that's it hurts example, my ankle yeah. to do it like that. I almost feel like it's it's probably more controlled to do it that way, but I can't do it. It it doesn't work. Yeah, I can't do it the soul plate way either. If it 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 looks safer somehow, but I don't really figure it. I don't really understand the. The actual mechanics of it but yeah i can um, like force it but it always feels foreign right okay when i do it like that um you were also so do you like i appreciate that the kelso brothers have obviously had some kind of level of influence over you meant you mentioned colin like colin had just yeah there was a there's a time where it felt like he was one of the biggest skaters in the world like so many yeah. people just copied like his tricks how he dressed yada 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 all the sections but you guys it feels like in recent years you guys have skated together a few times or you've built up a friendship or what's what's the kind of deal there because you've both skated in philly together last year is that right yeah yeah um so we we skating, um and 
we met in a roundabout way that I am not necessarily going to explain, but uh, <laughs> that, that sounds uh, like there's a story there, but all right. We, we are, yeah, no, there is, but like we're, um, we, we talk consistently. Um, I would say that um, Cody and SK talk more, uh, CK and I talk more if I were like, saying the way that we actually talk to each other but like i still talk to sean colin still talks to cody we all facetime each other like it's it's just like a we have like we we group text randomly and then like it'll it'll be a month and we don't text and then we start chatting in it again and it's weird um but yeah we we talk to them because I would imagine you just skating. don't necessarily like we don't necessarily um it, it's not usually like we're talking like specifically about anything skate related we we just like talk like homies kind of thing like just like random shit like CK's just facetiming me and cody because he's drinking beer and wants to freestyle and him and cody freestyle like <laughs> that's quite did, it's just it's just some random shit that's pretty funny have you did you see colin kelso's uh instagram stories from last night he i think i think colin had I, a few beers I, I saw it i was i was like i i listened to it quickly but like not like i wasn't like actually listening I woke up this morning and saw that he had the mask on and just listened to the first one and he was putting on like the fake gangster accent and I was like, oh, this is going to be gold. I love it. I love it when you get yeah, 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 into yeah. weird Colin and you're just going through it and he's just trying to be as obnoxious as possible to all the responses. And I was like, this is hilarious. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He knows what he's doing. He's, yeah. he's Oh, yes. Like, yeah. I, I think that shit's hilarious. I love it. Because... Um, uh. It reminds me of like after he quit USD and he put up a thing because there was that there was the whole razors period where they kept like shouting like we out here all the time in their videos and he just released a video yeah. that he filmed on his own in his bedroom and he it, like he just talked about like the meaning of the term and like how it doesn't make sense and he's just like doing impressions of them and stuff and I was like and people yeah, no. people were like good. oh Colin, Colin's lost his mind and I was like I think he's just having a laugh like I, I actually think this is incredibly funny <laughs> but yeah yeah. Um, I think people thought he was having like a Britney Spears moment. And I was like, it kind of looks like he's just poking fun at himself, but okay. Um, so Cody's had footage and like, was it fish guys? Yeah. Yeah. So fish guys four. so how come you've never had footage? Is it four? Yeah. Four. I, I know, I've know I've seen him skate in a skate park with them before. And it was in one of their videos. How come you've never had any footage in any of their recent stuff? Because it seems like they would appreciate your type of skating because you and Cody have got like not a similar aesthetic, uh, but you guys like follow, so seem to like the same kind of things. That that goes back into like the the, the situation that I wasn't going to explain necessarily. Um, All right. So there's a, bit, <laughs> there's a bit of friction there. That's what you're saying. Right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. But okay. like it, it's it's nothing that's like I'm not. I'm not mad about it. It's just like, I, I don't feel like it needs to be like aired out type of thing. That's fair enough. Private matters can be kept private. Um, so obviously you've skated for years. I've known that because like I said, Cody sent me an edit of yours years ago and it was only yeah. when I saw your name pop I, up. And I remember that you were going to post that too. 
um, yeah, I was like, right. It was only a couple of years ago when someone sent me a clip of yours and I was like, I know this guy. I was like, I've seen this skate. I was like, but he looks like an entirely different human being. Um, so obviously you've gained notoriety via social media in like recent years, but are there other skaters that you look at or enjoy watching via social media or ones that stand out to you for whatever reason? Because it kind of feels like you're now part of that generation that's made a name for themselves from social media, like blading clips. I mean, uh, yeah, like some of my favorite skaters are the Russian dudes like uh, Kirill Kachetkev, uh, Ivan that's Govdin. U- that's the USD guy that like, again, wears the baggy clothes. Skated sits, razors before. Yeah, yeah. yeah, he was on razors before. Yeah, and Both of them, Kirill and Ivan, both skated razors before they went to USD. Yeah. Um, Savasanilia, I love his shit. He was on razors too, and now he's on Rusty's. There seems to be a trend of just everyone jumping ship and getting as far away from razors as they possibly can. Um, yeah, he is He is very, very good. I'm, I'd, be, I'd be surprised if Rossi's don't try and turn him pro and give him a skate because he's got... I mean, he deserves it. And he's marketable. He, I feel like he's like the... In my eyes, like he's he's like the the next Niels Jansen, like Jansen's. I guess he has an S at the end of his name, but like he's like on that same page of like having that like short athletic body and like just being able to do like powerful moves stylishly. He also um, knows what. The but maybe Niels want. is a little bit more stunt oriented and. Um, I think that Savison's slightly more tech oriented. Yeah, I would say but that's like, fair. They're not exactly the same thing, but like they're definitely comparable, I would say. Yeah, I think Savison definitely knows that humor is is working out well for him as well because he yeah have yeah, you seen him does. like in the skate park with skis on doing like great doing like grinds down no grind dude have you seen the fucking edit of him skating in that fucking chicken coop and the part yeah it looks like it's like his family's <laughs> farm or something and he's just shoved a grind drill in there and went right let's go um yeah and he like fell on it and shit too yeah, yeah there, were, there was a close there was a close call with a chicken yeah but yeah. he's he when he does it, it doesn't look cringy or forced. It just looks like that's no. His it's just like it's it's completely normal. Like this yeah. is just life. I, I I commented on that video. I was like, "What in the Russia is going on here?" Because um, he's got a full length video in Russian as well, where and it's just him basically terrorizing locals while they skate, and he just shoves the camera and like say like there's a woman just getting pissed off at them skating an obstacle. He'll just shove the camera in her face and antagonize her, and you're like, you're such an obnoxious little kid, but. For some reason, there's a certain level of charm about it as well that you just kind of yeah. get away with it. He's like that cheeky right. little bastard that everyone finds entertaining. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, that's pretty funny. Uh, so, like, those guys, um, I think uh, Q in South Korea is yeah. another, like, popular from Instagram skater. Hit Juwon, too. Um I mean, there's there's a couple of those young Japanese kids too. Um, fuck, shit! I should have looked their names up. Um, I know his name starts with an N and it ends in official, like n- n- official. Um, oh shit! I lost. The only one I can think of off the top of my head is Ren Fujiwara right now. 
Yeah, no, Ren Fujiwara is another one, but um, there's a younger kid too who skates that park that um, Soichiro has. Uh, shit. Oh, the really short kid on Nems. Is it that? Yeah. They used to be on Valos, and he's like, they documented him skating his first hand drill or whatever it was. Yeah. Here, hold on. I, I'm sure I can find it. My phone's just trying to open shit because I'm plugged into the computer. Um, but I. Although, like, those kids are all, his name is Noburo Kariyama, official. He's like, it, it looks like he's 14, 15 years old. And okay. he's just tech. Like, he can do tricks both ways. He can putt slide. He can 270 back backslide. He has good style. Like, he knows what's up. I hear he, you. Uh, he told me to like uh whenever i was doing the uh when we were skating in the summer like skating the box and skating the p-rail all the time he told me to capture soul to top soul and i was like i will at some point but i never got around to it as in full cab true soul to top soul yeah all right okay he's just, he's just giving you trick requests all right you need to send one back and say i'll do this if you do you do what I'm, what I'm telling I, you. I like sending back and forth trick requests. Um, like when I was bored in the middle of the summer, I would just FaceTime Michael Witzman and he would like watch me skate. And like I was skating the, um, the freestanding metal rail that we had set up. And I would try, like, he told me to true slay out it. So I would try to true slay out it. I never did it clean, but like, I tried. <laughs> okay. I did, it seems I did like you've got a lot of these slow. weird international connections that you're, I felt, I felt special for, for a few months there, Ryan. And now you've just blown this, this mystique that I had in my, you're just, you're just flirting with everyone in the blade world. Dude, I, I like talking to everyone. That's what, like, <laughs> uh, dude, I, I'll, if, if anyone DMs me, like I'll sit there and talk to them for hours about skating. Like that's a risky thing to say on a podcast. Now you're just going to get all the weirdos contacting you going, well, I mean, it's possible, but like Rob Kellett, uh, dude, um, Robbie Pitts, just hours of DMs sometimes because we, we start talking about something random and then we keep talking. Um, I don't know. I talked to a bunch of people through Instagram. That's that's what's cool about, like you were saying about like um, having. I don't know. I don't. I don't even like saying it, but like having some notoriety from Instagram and like being recognized for skating. Like it's it's cool to be able to connect with people from around the world and actually have a conversation if you want to. Plus, it's one of those things that is like, that's what social media was intended for. So it's one of the great positives that, that makes people so reachable and accessible. But yet people keep fucking it up by using it just to abuse each other and pick fights. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah that is quite interesting. Um, there was one thing I wanted to bring up in your podcast that you did with Wax Toaster, which I'm still bitter about, by the way. But that's fine. That's fine. We'll, we'll let it go. I like I like Joey. Um, so we'll, we'll let that one slide. You guys mentioned that you don't like VODs and you were like, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty sure you said you've never bought a VOD. Is that right? I know. I, I personally have never bought a VOD. Right. Okay. You've watched them though, haven't you? You've, you're, you're one of those ones that are like, send me the link. Oh yeah. Right. Cool. I've watched it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
but you guys have released VODs. Yeah, we have. So, but I was not the person who released it. So you're blaming all this on Cody. I mean, Cody and Shane, <laughs> they both did it. Uh, and I just feel like, um, at this point, it's like, I, I don't know. I, I don't like like profiteering off of the, the small amount of people who are, who are skating and interested in our skating. Like I would, I would rather just put the shit out and like, if you like it, you like it. Um, but like, let people watch it as soon as it is ready to come out. Um, and like I said, I, I fucking put a lot of money into my camera setup and shit, but like, that was just so like, I would be able to watch it back when I'm older and like, it, it looks good. So you've got no desire to make any profit off skating because you just said you've got a certain level I mean, of notoriety. That's, that's not what my that's not what my point is. I'm just saying, like, it it seems like almost like you could you could put out a very subpar section off of being whoever you are, and, and people do. Well, and some, people pe- some, do. some people do. <clears throat> and I don't, I don't want to like, I, I don't want to have that like uh, the pressure of like putting something out where I feel like it needs to be better than what I'm doing. Like, I just, I just want to do what I do and put it out and it is what it is kind of thing. Um. But if you, but if, like, you, if you have it, that notoriety that you mentioned and you did put the effort into something that you were really proud of, like a decent, like, I don't know, five, six, seven minute project. And then you're like, what, what if people would be willing to support that and would be willing to pay money for it? And then you're getting a return on your investment and you can make, I don't know, a grand or two grand or whatever from a section. Like, I mean, yeah, that's, it's nice. It just, it feels like to me, like it, it feels like, like an annoying like begging for money type of thing like i don't i don't want to like appear like that like if if you want to like make money off of skating like make a make a brand who's making clothes make a brand who's making frames make soul plates make make skates like make make something um some people would argue that a video is a like is i mean it it is making something yeah right i just i don't know it, it feels it, it somehow it feels dirty to me i don't i don't know what it is i i think it's the fact that like you could just put something out that's shit and yeah and i i just it, i'm not saying that i would put out something that was shit if i was selling it i just don't like that aspect of like i've watched vod's and been like <laughs> <laughs> you um, want people to pay 15 bucks for that you can fuck off buddy yeah we all have yeah i've watched some and i've been like you should be ashamed of yourself for charging people for this but then there's other ones i've watched and i'm like i'm glad i paid that i'm happy to give that person yeah, five dollars because they work their guess, ass off i wouldn't be opposed to like the um like optional like you you pay what you want type of thing 
And like, if someone watches it and then like wants to send money after, like, that's cool. But like, just requiring upfront payment, I don't, I don't know. I don't know how I feel about it. All right. So you're just going to go after the, <laughs> just use the Takeshi 69 songs and get around the YouTube algorithm and make money that way. Make the, make the two cents, uh, two cents for every like 200. <laughs> I, mean, that bit, that edit has, I, I put that on a, a new YouTube account that I made. Uh, it has 1800 views. It, it's, it's nothing. Give it, give it 10 years. Look back, look back when it's monetized. You'll be like, oh, like fifty dollars here. What am I going to spend all this money on? <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> what am I going to spend all this on? I don't know. Probably beer. Um, yeah, that's quite funny. Yeah, as soon as we we got over like oh, I think it was a thousand subscribers or something, and then someone was like, "Oh yeah, you should just turn on the monetization thing." And I was like, "Oh, what's that? What, how do you do that?" And then they showed me, and I was like, "All right, cool. This will be funny." And I put it up, and then you you see how much money you actually get from like. I don't know subscribers or adverts and i'm like this is hilarious this is so hilariously like because our numbers are quite low anyway but the actual return yeah, right. get, so, and I, was so like, I would never like, i would never bank on this um, do, do, spiel, do, do the whole thing oh, I'm, I'm, i will never do that either at no point yeah, no that. i know that's what i'm so never how, how you don't want to do that is how i feel about like making people buy beauty What's Cody telling you? You have to say. Yeah, uh, it was just a it was a separate personal question. It had nothing to do with this. <laughs> Cody, grab me a beer. Um, right, that's fair enough. So you've you've mentioned what you do like in skating. Wait, 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 wait! I can't hear you. Okay, I thought you were muted. While you're, you're while you're waiting for more liquid courage, you've mentioned what you do like in skating and skaters that you do like. You've mentioned that you, you're not a fan of VODs. What else in blading do you not like? Or you're like, I've got no time for this. I just can't tolerate it. Because you, uh, I think when you guys say that you talk to like the Kelsos, I imagine you're talking to the Kelsos bitching about things that you like and dislike about blading. I don't believe for a second that's not taking place. Honestly, Honestly, like we we don't really talk about preferences as far as like skate shit goes. Like we we talk about legitimately random shit. It's right. weird. Like, don't you agree with that? Like, we're we're not talking about like what we think about different people skating or like with Sean and Colin. Yeah. No, no. We're just we're, no, just we're just friends. Usually, just like I don't know. Just hang we don't get to see each other that often. We live like six hours away, so. When we do come through, it's like, let's go skate and drink beers and just fucking chill. So I don't know. I think I think we all have like different opinions on what we do like in skating and don't like in skating. Oh yeah, that's what makes it interesting. But that's but what like, I was wondering what's what's specific to you guys, what you're like, nah, fuck this. I don't I, I don't want to see that. I mean I feel like they're all in your head and you're like, what, what am I allowed to say? I don't, I don't I... want to see you jump off a, I don't, no, no, no. I don't want to see you jump off a six foot sheds. Like, I don't, I don't want to see it. Like you're, you're jumping off of another shed. I don't want to see it. Um, That that was at Stefan Brando. I I I was like, <laughs> are you just going to list tricks that Stefan does and shit on? Yeah, them? no, no, no. Okay. I I mean, it, it, 
specifically like i don't want to see you jump off of it it doesn't matter to me like congratulations um i don't i don't have a lot I, I don't have a lot of shit that like specifically pisses me off unless it's like a new edit that comes out and i've already like had an opinion about it and i'm like oh okay but like i didn't write down a list of those kinds of things so like i would have to sit here and think for a minute um but that obviously jumps to mind um so when are when are we going to see you and cody skating down the street we are uh, insta 360 cameras and swerving in and out of traffic and hill bombing and then just doing straight airs uh so because <laughs> airman I, I, has I feel a, i feel like that's the yeah, next level. edwards edwards has a 360 camera that we he he films us with at the the hideout that's what i forgot to ask you about what the right so first off what the hell's going on with your new little secret training layer thing and why is chris edwards there <laughs> that's so Those both seem edwards incredibly random lived in, he's lived in pittsburgh since i don't i, I want to guess 2010 um he he helped build a skate park that is now non-existent um the outdoor one yes yeah. it, it was called mr smalls and yeah. they also they have a venue there at a separate location that they they do concerts and stuff at but um yeah he's he's been in pittsburgh for a long time um i i had like met him then in like 2010 2011 but i feel like he didn't necessarily know who i was until recently whenever we started skating um our friend's warehouse who so he has like a business that's that's what he's running out of the place uh he does like some automation software kind of stuff and he has like people working for him and he got the place because like they were all supposed to be working out of there pre-covid right but none of them work in the office now because of covid so like he has this like warehouse facility and he skates too so he's cool enough to like let us come and skate there pretty much daily okay which is like beyond incredible for the winter um and i i have people like messaging me all the time like can i come through and it's like well it's not like my space yeah to it's, tell yeah, it's you one of those awkward situations yeah it, it's like i i, I want to tell you yeah you can come through but like it's it's not mine and i don't want to in any way infringe on what he's already allowing us to do which is like amazing for us cody's distracting me here like spinning a wheel on his finger what, what wheel is that you've got in your hand what's what's going on there conjure wheel he's got a conjure basic so when's your he's next pro wheel coming out on. with conjure uh don't, hopefully this year and symmetrics that's yeah hopefully this year um i have a concept for it right I, th just, I thought uh, I thought it was about time there was going to be another one in the pipeline, but all right. 
Yeah, so I, I guess the kind of unfortunate thing was is that my wheel came out last March. And I, or was it two Marches ago? No, it was last March. And like, I just didn't have any footage to put out with it at the time. Oh, don't think Whereas I didn't like, notice. You, yeah, there was no promo. There was nothing. Yeah, like, but like I was riding my wheel obviously the whole time for the USD part. Um, so well, people are like, "Where can I get that wheel?" You can't. You can't. Yeah, it's gone. <laughs> um, so this time I would definitely like to put a promo out for it. I I still kind of feel bad that I I didn't put anything out for it for the last one. Um, but like, I don't know. I I I feel like they like. They definitely are supportive of me, regardless of not getting that edit out. It seems like Rob's got a very kind of understanding approach when it comes to sponsoring people, because most most of the pro wheels that come out of the Conjure camp don't come with promos. Like they just yeah. come out, sell well because yeah, we're the. Say, we're also on then. No, but I, I'm I, like it's still cool whenever you, I think you put something. It my thing with promo material is and this goes to like usd as well as conjure like i think it's cool if you have the product before it comes out and actually get to film stuff with it before it comes out and then put it out and and then you get to sell it off of that point like the the basement um, style like approach to it yeah so right. like i i think it's a better look that way as opposed to like um just like having an edit come out that doesn't include the product at all. Yeah. But like, it, it's hard whenever you like already paid for the product, like you have to have like samples or something like that to, to make that possible or like, I don't know, withhold it from shipping for a while to let people do that, which you wouldn't do. Obviously you have the product in hand. You're going to fucking sell it. Yeah. Yeah. It's difficult yeah. to be why, able why to would try you not and sell it? make your money back as quickly as possible. Yeah, right. Obviously, um, so I get it. the The samples thing is what it comes down to. It's like just letting your riders who are promoting the thing like have it before it comes out. Which I mean, I guess I had every opportunity to do with the uh, graphite cult because I had that boot in April and it came out in what October. November, yeah. David, I like your glasses. I was going to comment on this. I mean, I break them like every three months. So the next, the next, <laughs> time, the next time you see me, they'll be new. Actually, you wear glasses, don't you? Uh, from time to time, I broke my last pair, so I've just been kind of winging it as far as my fucking vision's concerned. But I, ideally, I would wear glasses. I just assumed contacts, but what you're telling me is you're just walking about with like <laughs> compromised vision. Uh, I'm just can't adapting. See shit. You know what I mean? I'm just adapting. Right. Figuring it out. Yeah, I wouldn't be able to do that. My, I'm incredibly excited. I'm not excited. able to do it either. But... <laughs> um, I only wear contacts. I can't do. I can't wear glasses when I, I can't skate. do the contact. I can't touch my eyeballs. It freaks me out. That's no. I, that's that's crazy. Work for me. Um, so potential wheel come well wheel coming out eventually. I've just realized you can use your one of your fits from your 
in your USD section, you've got the full, what is it? There's like a pink and, is it pink and aqua, like colorway entire outfit you've got? You could rock that with the Bladies A on. That is, that is a look right there. That is a strong look. Yeah, I mean, I think that the Bladies are slightly undersaturated for that outfit. Like they're... Doesn't go with that's the why I, It's not going to work. I found uh, that's what I I put that that box edit out with the uh, the light pink outfit. I hear you. Um, so what else is happening in the future? Then what have you guys got planned? Are you guys going to do another project? The two of you together? Because it feels like when did when did you two move in together? You, you uh, guys haven't just always extremely recently. That's recent, uh, yeah. I, I broke up with my ex-girlfriend now in December and I moved in here. Right. So now that so, you guys are living together, I mean, it kind of feels like you two skate together all the time anyway, but now that you're living together, once the weather gets better, if it hasn't already, surely it's go time. I feel like him being on USD and like me skating razors is like, we're just gonna it's hard to collaborate on something yeah we're gonna keep coming out with separate shit I he feel was like. saying earlier he likes takashi 69 that's not my vibe uh, <laughs> you're like, like we skate i'm, I'm more west side gun he's takashi 69 this isn't gonna work out yeah right um i don't know i think we'll probably just keep dropping our our shit separately just because it's it, i feel like we have different visions as far as like putting pieces together is concerned and like i don't know living in the same house we parker has a camera he just sends me my clips i put them together on my computer and i do mine on my computer it's probably like i mean he doesn't have Seems to do like a good deal yeah it's easier like that it is easy like we don't we don't have to deal with shit that we don't want to deal with if i want to put something out i'll put it out if he you know you want to stack to your heart's desire keep stacking whatever but Plus that way you don't need to get into a fight in the kitchen being like, I don't like, I don't like how you edited that. You fucked that up. I don't. Yeah. I don't, right. I don't want that. Right. That's true. <laughs> and just like, you know how it is. Like somebody else has your clips. They use a clip that you don't want them to use, or they don't use a clip that you did want to use. Like, not that that ever really happened like a lot between us, but yeah, it's just, you, you have, supreme control whenever you're the person who's putting it out and you edited it yourself the way that you wanted it to be done and like you're fine with it going on how it is right now it's just it's it's easy we both have a computer that we can edit our clips on we have my camera so like i don't know it's it's just extremely easy to edit your own clips satisfying to edit your own clips as opposed to yeah it's a lot of fun to editing someone else's and shit i think like a lot of years previously we've spent just like not getting too far out of pittsburgh because it's i don't know if you're familiar with like the geography of where pittsburgh's at in the united states but like Vaguely. yeah so we're like very northeast and like there's not a whole lot worth traveling to within like two or three hours. So like, if we want to go to, to Philly, it's five hours to New York, it's six hours. So like, we haven't really had a lot of like summers because um, for the longest time I was working early shifts uh, and I was working at a coffee shifts. shop. He was a bartender. So like, but 
right now, as it stands, I bartend once a week at a brewery and he's not working at all right now. So hopefully by the time this summer rolls around, we'll like just have a ton of time to travel and go like get clips in other cities and like. Yeah, our plan is to hopefully get to go to New York a bunch of times. Um, Sean Grossman in New York said that he can put us up for nice. days at a time. He, he's also not working right now. So like. Yeah, he works. It. He's like a he's like a freelance filmer or something, isn't he? Or some we, he does something to do. With I I film. honestly didn't ask him specifically what he's doing, so I don't even want to guess. Um, but I'm fucking stoked to go up to New York and stay in fucking Brooklyn and get to film that shit. It's gonna be fun. Oh yeah. And then like on if even if we wanted to on the way back, Philly's the fucking hour and a half away. This is also true. Yeah. All right. Um, I feel like I'm holding you guys back from having beers. I feel like Cody's sitting there being like, you walk past. Oh, oh no, no, I'm just, I'm just trying not to intrude. I don't know if you have like <laughs> specifically tailored to park. I'm just not, I'm just, I'm just the fly on the wall. You, you, can, yeah, jump, you can jump in at any time. Yeah. No, sit here and ask questions. Can so. I ask you a question? Go for it. Uh, what, what about people's rollerblading? Do you not like? Like, what are some things that bother you about people skating? Um, when people flood social media with just to have something out every day, regardless of the quality, they're just like, I have to have something out every day. And you're like, you could just fucking give it a rest for a couple of weeks and then give us something that people actually want to see. Um, that really gets on my tits. I can do without the 360 cameras. One of my friends has one and he uses it all the time and he's a free skater and more power to him but i just i just don't want to see it if, if you're going to use it internet... people still like flood social media daily like there's not a lot of people who i could name to do that but i definitely know a few people who are just like posting shit to have to post but at the same time like i remember like like that's what that's what companies want you to do or that's like whatever yeah, oh, like, I, I fully understand response, the they want you to be on it, yeah. social media every day with the hashtags the fucking you know all that dumb shit that is just annoying to everyone else. But from a marketing perspective, I guess it's understandable. Yeah. I guess um, I, I recently had been like always re-hosting the reposts that people did on clips that I did. So like I post something on Instagram, someone else reposted on their story yeah. and I reposted back it's too much it's annoying like i i just feel like that shit's annoying and I, i'm not you need a separate app for that as well and i'm just like i'm not getting an app just to share stuff because yeah like one, one of my mean, friends like calls me a dinosaur because he's like oh why don't you why don't you repost any of my stuff and i'm like i'm not downloading a separate thing just to re to share other people's stuff i'm not doing that that's yeah i feel like that's i mean I understand why to do it. I also understand that it's annoying. Um, and I think that it's more annoying than not annoying. Like everyone already fucking saw it. You're not, you're not posting anything that anyone hasn't seen. Yeah. It's just fucking annoying. Um, one's just popped into my head. Actually, the most annoying thing about running wheel scene is people who you've never heard of or like not had never heard of, you know who they are, but you've just never had any contact with them ever. 
will not even send you a message. They'll just send you a link and be like, and just expect you to share it or whatever it is. And like, I'm pretty on top of new videos and sections coming out. If I like it, I'll put it on the website. And I've got yeah. kind of, my, my rule yeah, is right. I won't put up a VOD that I wouldn't buy myself or I wouldn't put up a section that I didn't enjoy watching. If I didn't like it, I'm not going to encourage other people to watch it because that's like signing off on it. So that's a good point. if a week passes and something's been out that I didn't like, the person will just hit me up and they won't be like polite or be like, oh, can you do me a favor? Did a, they'll be like, share this and just send me a link. Or in some cases, they'll just send me a link. And then if it's not put up on the website within like 24 hours or 40 hours, they'll hit me up again. And I'm like, don't don't badger me into like promoting your material yeah, yeah. if I don't like it. And don't make me feel like an asshole just because I don't like, like you're allowed to not like stuff. You don't right. have to be a dick and go out your way and slag it off and be, you know, public about it. Like some people are. There's, there's enough yes men out there. Yeah. So there's certainly enough. Yes. Man. And, <laughs> and rollerblading is such a small fucking community too. Like if people aren't seeing your shit or if nobody's liking or sharing your shit, there might be a reason. Yeah, you know? exactly. There's not so, that many of us out there. So like, if you do drop shit, that's worthwhile. People will see it. Exactly. And so it's, like, it's quite funny know. when people take it personally as well. And they go, Oh, well, you don't like me. And it's like, I've got nothing. I, I've got nothing against you personally. I don't know you. I've never met you. I just, <laughs> right, right. I just yeah. didn't enjoy what you made that I'm allowed to not enjoy it. So yeah, yeah, that's, that's, that's one that I get, or you just get, yeah, people, the, the weirdest one is people interact with you in ways in social media that they would never dare do in real life. Like, you, you, I will get some just insane DMs where people are like incredibly vicious and antagonistic. And then I'll see them at Winter Clash and they won't even make eye contact with me. And you're like, you were threatening me pretty hard a few months ago. <laughs> That's crazy. There's a lot of that in rollerblading too, because we're so few and far between. The only interaction that we have a lot of times is social media. Yeah, like I'm not a violent person, but I'm also like if if you've if you've made fun of me or attacked me, I'm gonna bring it up to your face. And the funny thing is, people just don't think that's ever gonna materialize. And you're like, well, if you go to all the major events, and you know I go to all the major events, we're gonna cross paths, and I'm gonna be like, was there any need for that? You know, I'm not I'm not gonna start a fight with you, but uh, I'm, I'm gonna call you. Out. That being said, don't come at Josh Petty online. No, I was I was going to I was going to go the opposite way with it. I was going to say something that I said. Um, I I made a post over the summer um, about because uh, you were already talking about it about like how you got to lock porn stars, and I made a post about like everyone in New York City doesn't lock their three sixty porn stars, and I I did it like a person in New York City would do it. That's a dangerous and, statement because uh, New York people yeah, no take, shit, things, because it's New New York York, people take uh, things very personally. <laughs> yeah. Uh, fucking Mel Ashby was super pissed at me. He was like, yo, I hope you come to Boshi Pope with that energy. And I was like, dude, I mean, <laughs> I hope you lock your 360. Porn I, star. I, all I'm saying is if, if you're going to do a 360 porn star, fucking lock the torque. I'm not, I'm not saying like, I dislike New York skating. I'm not saying anything. Yep. I I just feel like I've seen a lot of fucking drag, drag, torque, fucking sidewalk, sidewalk 360 porn stars out of New you York You want to fight me because you can't lock your fucking tricks. It's, it's a weird thing that, like, I, 
I get it when people are that passionate about something that they've got very strong opinions. But when you're just straight up going, I'm going to punch your face in, and you're like, you're going to punch my face in because I disagree with you on, on a subject. You're like, that's, that's a really bizarre take to have on life. You must just be fighting people every day of your life then. Like you must get into a fight <laughs> everywhere you go. Um, yeah. Yeah, I've, I've got into trouble for a few Actually, weirdly, Joey interviewed you guys and I got myself and Joey into a lot of trouble because of his interview. And it got to the point where people from New York, prominent people from New York, were just raging at him and me because in the in the intro, I said... About said, what? Basically, I didn't say anything negative about New York skaters, but I did say that since Billy O'Neill and Austin Paz, there's not been a pro skater to come out of New York. And that's not that's not a reflection of saying there aren't good skaters. It's just a fact. Like no one's turned pro for a company from New York since those guys. And that was a long time ago that those guys turned pro. So there's been this massive gap. And then loads of people just took it to mean, oh, you think New York's full of shit skaters. And I was like, don't, those words never left my mouth or were typed anywhere. I don't know why you'd come to that conclusion, but people did and got pissed. And Joey got a lot of stick for it. So even brought it up in his podcast, being like, you, you got me into a bit of trouble with the, the local guys. And I'm like, that's not my fault. So, yeah. People from New York are a little different, too. A little more, little more aggressive than, uh, than most of the other people in the States. New York is like, a, it's, a, it's a different place. It seems that there's a lot of, yeah, there's a lot of New York pride going around. And yeah, they, <laughs> they, 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 they're quick to take things personal. Yeah. I can't think of any other things that happen off the top of my head. There, there are a bunch of weird ones, but yeah. Oh, there was a time that the guy that, oh, what's that wheel company called? It was Circolo. The guy that ran Circolo wheels uh, threatened to, I'm pretty sure he said. He are said they, he, do they still exist? They Talk don't still Jeff. exist, but Jeff, what's his second name? He takes not very good. Nice. He takes not very good photos. Uh, Jeff Lynette, yeah, Jeff Lynette told me he was going to, uh, he was hoping to bump into me in an alleyway and murder me once. And I was like, that's not very nice, but okay. <laughs> I mean, Aye. you're a middle-aged guy. I'm not that worried, but cool. Like, I, I don't know how we're going to bump into each other in LA, but I'm sure I'll be fine. Yeah, you get, you get some strange individuals. I've got no other questions unless you guys have got anything else you want to talk about. Uh, I mean, I don't have anything. I'm just getting a photo right now. <laughs> uh, shit. Um, is, is that, I feel this, like I should have something. Does this mean Cody's girlfriend's also entered the room and is now getting involved? Is that what's happening here? Uh, that's, uh, that's the other roommate. That's, that's our first. other roommate. Yeah. Right, okay. CC has entered chat. Um, I don't know, man. I don't. I don't know what you guys talked about, so I don't know what to say. We we yeah, actually no. we talked about you for about sixty minutes, and then the door clicked, and Ryan was like, "Shut the fuck up!" And then that was it. Man, why you guys were talking shit, huh? I thought it was good things, but unfortunately for Ryan, you're going to be able to watch it back and be like, "Cody, you, you know." Right. And, I was just talking about how Cody only spins right the whole time. Yeah, I just do what's comfortable for me. You know what I mean? <laughs> that was that was that. I don't yeah. like to yeah. see people do shit that doesn't look comfortable. 
Yeah. I don't want to see your shit if you're trying too hard. Um, and, uh, he, he said he wasn't happy about your lack of gaps. He said he said you need more gaps and massive staircases in your in your vocabulary. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, dude, if you're not doing gaps, like, in this is an actual point. If if you're doing gaps that are smaller than gaps that have been done in the past, and you're portraying yourself as a gap skater. What do you mean? Just tell us everything you hate about Stefan. Yeah, un, unwittingly. I mean, do I feel like I, I, I opened this up and I instantly let regret it, it. Let it all out. Let it rip. I mean, do, I mean, do the same tricks your entire life. Can I see acid step back acid? Can I see you negative top acid? Like, I'm not. I'm not particularly Stefan bashing, but yeah, okay. <laughs> I've never, I've never had a bad experience I mean, with him. He's, al- he's always, he's always been nice to me. So I'm not, yeah, I'm not. That's because he's a nice guy. He, okay. he has, he, he's not a, a person who you would have conflict with. Like <laughs> he, he, he actually is a nice guy, which is what is like. He's a yes man. I not, not to razors. He wasn't. Oh yeah, but he was. Can can I do your logo? Can I? Can I? I mean, <laughs> like, he's putting I'll, himself I'll make, out there. I'll make your whole line for you. Let me make this Slugger logo. I know just what to do for you. You, you put yourself out there and went, "Oh, you can hook, hook me up with some products, and I'll give you the fresh content." I mean, yeah, but I'm not going to do design work for you for free to make myself pro at skating. Do we know that he did it for free? I I no I I don't actually uh, know that. See, so uh, okay, you're making I an bet, assumption there, right? I mean, yeah. He could have got paid. I don't. Well, actually, no. He could have gotten paid what a couple <laughs> hundred bucks. Andy probably found a way around it. As he, as he seems to <laughs> be very skilled at doing. I mean, is Stefan is Stefan still relevant? Um, he, people still talk about his skating. Yeah, I would say he's got I he's got a following. A while, so. He 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 brought out he brought out a pro frame that sold out. Pro wheel, who pro made, wheel that the, sold out. Who made the pro frame for him? <laughs> I feel like I, I feel like I, don't know. I feel like we've entered into this Brosco thing again, where Cody's being intentionally obtuse, and I'm meant to play along. <laughs> I know who Alex Brosco is. Yeah. I really don't know who made Stefan Brando a pro frame, though. Okay. Who did? I feel like he's fucking with me here, Ryan. He's fucking with me, isn't he? This is what's happening. It's got to this. Uh, I, 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 I Honestly, he might not know. I'm okay. not kidding. Uh, yeah, he had a frame from 50-50. And I'm, I'm pretty sure it sold out really quick. Well, they make 100 know. sets of them? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know anybody that skates 50-50 frames. Um, I don't know anyone that skates 50-50 either. Richard Johnson. That's great. Thanks crime. God, who else? I Shout out to Andrew. Um, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I, feel, I feel like I've unwittingly let this happen. I somehow set out to avoid this being an issue. And it's somehow become one. Um, <laughs> We're really good at it. You've, you've managed fun. to circumvent my, my way around it. 
I shouldn't have brought up what are, what are you skating right now? What's yeah, what what is your full setup? Your that setup? is a good question. Oh, uh, them 909s, the gray ones. What size are you in? Uh, I'm a medium, but I need a medium with a large intuition liner. Otherwise, I can't feel my toes because the lem, the them stock liners are horrible. And yeah. Um, the new them frames, trying those out. They're not, they wear away really, really fast. I've skated them three times. And I, feel like they've, I feel like they've got to be short for medium boot. Medium, well, I'm a size it's 10. 250 I'm, and 270, right? Yes, yeah, 270. It's a large frame. I'm a size 10 UK, like shoe. And yeah, I squeeze yeah, it, I squeeze I into like a size 8. Wear, I would wear the size small boot with still the the size large frame. But that's because you've got little like tiny elf feet. I've got big long lanky like NBA. Yeah, no, I'm feet. not. I'm not. I I honestly don't have small feet. Like I I wear a size nine call. Like that's my size. Okay. I wear I wear a size nine uh, USD carbon. I somehow. I, I don't know which world this is. I somehow fit into the seven five eight Aeon shell miraculously. They're wide though. They're a it's, it's a wide fitting skate. Yeah, but my foot isn't wide. My my issue is always the length. Not Maybe the, the toes width. are all just curled around the the out. <laughs> I don't know. No, dude, that's what I'm saying. Like somehow magically, it it fits me length it fits cody too and his foot might be slightly like a an eighth of a size larger than mine but i wear an eight and i'm called cody's never put his foot inside a usd skate because to him usd are scum and you're the mortal enemy and he would never do that isn't that right cody spot on i couldn't have said it better myself exactly <laughs> yeah right fuck usd that's that's what cody's thinking right now no i like usd uh <laughs> Well, Cody's I next. Like Cody's those, next uh, on the I team. I really He's... like those carbons they made to look like Timberlands. Those are my favorite USDs. I just feel like he's constantly being sarcastic because no one likes those. They're horrible, right? Those are the best ones they made. <laughs> Other than the Carlos Bernards, I think those are my favorites. Uh, okay. <laughs> also, Ryan, you're playing a dangerous game wearing USDs if you guys are friends with the Kelsos because they've not got a pleasant history with USD. Um, do they do they spit on your skates every time you roll past them? Are they like fuck those skates? Uh, <laughs> they they constantly tell me about how John Holyoke's the god. Okay, so I get that sometimes. I don't know. Julio wouldn't reply to any of my messages, so I I, I've only ever met him once, and yeah. We got interviewed together at Winter Clash once and I was drunk and I, I don't think he appreciated the the things that were coming out of my mouth. I mean, you probably had good questions. I feel like you... you they weren't questions. Them. We were both, as in, they sat us down next to each other and went, oh, this is the guy that runs Wheelscene. Oh, this is the guy that runs Valo. And they asked me questions about other magazines and I just made fun of them, like one. And I mean, John that's like what you that. do, isn't it? I basically make fun of everything, yeah. But apparently, that wasn't that wasn't the right tact. To that wasn't the move. That wasn't the move. Yeah. Um, shit. I feel like I could still have more. I just 
Give me a give me a second. Um, Three point Oh, man, I, I just the only thing that I can think of is that. Are you familiar with our friend Neil Owen? I do yeah, know Neil. Good... Weirdly, um, Neil ah. was like the first person, one one of the first people I skated with in Glasgow. Neil's a few years older than me, and yeah. we skated. There's a famous rail in Glasgow called the Art School, and it's still there. It's been there for like. 20 years maybe even more and we skated that together when i was like 14 and he was like 17 and i remember the first time we skated together because he bailed early because he said he had to go to a beastie boys concert at a local venue and i was like that's the coolest guy i've ever met in my fucking life like I, i'm Neil's not the fucking man. neil is sick love so, and respect to neil yeah, he skated in K2 Backyard Bobs. And I remember, yep, he ditched the session early to go to an over-18s gig to see the Beastie Boys. And I was like, I want to go to an over-18s gig, but I was a little kid. And you're allowed to drink beer over 18 in the UK or 18, Scotland? 18, you can buy alcohol, yeah. All, Shit. I think it's... It, mm, no, it's not 21 now. No, yeah, you can still you can still get into bars at 18. Yeah. Shit. Um. And until recently, you could buy cigarettes at 16, but I think they've moved out to 18 now. We were, were we 16 originally on cigarettes? Or am I crazy? Uh, no, we were 18 on cigarettes. We're 21 on cigarettes now, though. I'm pretty sure they moved the age up now, because even now you can't even buy energy drinks if you're under 18 from a shop. Holy shit, that's insane. They've got strict rules, and you can't, I don't know if it's the same in the States, but you're not allowed to advertise cigarettes anymore now. So you used to be able, You'd go to the yeah, shop. no, you can't advertise yeah, cigarettes. Yeah. It's been a minute. Like you cannot. Um, but cigarette advert advertisements were the shit. <laughs> like, bro, how how much cooler can you get? You're smoking a cigarette. This is true. I think James Dean and uh, yeah, James Dean and certain models from the sixties and seventies had a had a big part to play in that. Yeah. I mean, I guess you could do a bunch of K. That would be probably cooler, right? Yeah, ketamine sync. Just sit in a nice little keyhole and not be able to talk to anyone. Yeah, that's. I think it, I think it probably yeah, yeah. looks cooler smoking a cigarette. Nah, nah, keyhole's sick. I like Russian <laughs> culture a lot as well. Yeah, yeah. Russian what? Russian culture. Okay. Like the culture from Russia. I mean, yeah, being from the U.S. Okay. I mean, you guys have got a rich culture of um, murdering all the murdering all the Indians and taking their land. Yeah, I mean that's that that's that's a cultural history. <laughs> we like to drop bombs in the Middle East too. This is true. Yeah, no, that's true. That is very true. You guys we are just, also fans of. We just got a new person to do that. We we did just get a new one to do it. It was an orange man. Uh, now it's a. Uh, now it's an old white man. Now, now it's an man. old man, yeah. Um, America yeah, is a yeah. fan of, of bombing countries of people with different skin colors to them. Yeah, and you know fun. what? Yeah. He has a vice president that, that has a different skin color than he does. She's a woman. And that brings a lot of legitimacy to what is really happening. I've, I've seen Cody's uh, vocal endorsements of uh, dad chucking his... His, uh, his strong political views. So I, I, I don't know how much I'm willing to deep dive into this. 
news you can use. I mean, Jump Jump Street have already done the Josh Petty. Um, I'm not even commenting that. I mean, was, I'm not so, gonna I'm not gonna get into that one. It was so uncomfortable to watch. How do you, but, how do you feel about that? What are um, your thoughts on that? You watched that, I'm sure. It was. I watched it today, and it was. It made for some incredibly uncomfortable viewing. I think he would have been better not talking about it oh, at right, all. Right. I, I don't think yeah. talking about it helped his case. Uh, well, there were people just sitting in the chat waiting for it. They were paying money to to say the comments that they were saying. If anything, I would say the comment section was more entertaining than the podcast itself because you saw yeah, the right. stuff that was coming yeah, up in there, and I was like, "Holy shit!" Um, yeah, Josh Petty saying that he doesn't believe there's much in the way of white supremacy in America is probably the most ridiculous thing I've heard in recent memory. I mean, yeah, for sure. And, and the dude's from a different time. You know what I mean? He doesn't, he, he's not, he's not with the new shit. He really doesn't like in, in his mind, he doesn't think that it exists, but like, obviously it does, which is like what everyone has to deal with now. Like you, you can't say shit like that. I feel like choosing to pretend it doesn't exist is almost as bad as participating in it because by turning a blind eye to it, you're enabling it or or allowing it to happen. So I mean, he lives in fucking Virginia, and I don't know, I don't know if you you know what Virginia. I'm, is like, I'm aware. Virginia is I've, I've got a lot of family in Omaha, Nebraska, and places like that. I'm aware of the, so the might, Bible honestly, Belt and stuff like that. You know, yeah. But yeah, that was that was that was a rough look for them for sure. I think there's going to be a lot of repercussions from that episode because already a, a lot of people have been very vocal about their dislike for what came out of his mouth. Yeah, I I just remember seeing that they were going to interview him and I was like, what the fuck are they doing? Why would you do that? I mean, it makes sense for them. He's he's a massive he was a massive name in Bladen and it, I just think it would have been wiser to stick to talking about See, the exciting I, period. I'm going I'm to spill the beans on what I wanted to do. I wanted to separately myself interview Dustin Latimer. Good luck with that. He's. I, I don't see Dustin doing a blatant interview. I don't think he's got. Yeah, no. Do you know what he, he told? He was like, he was like, send me questions. And I did. I sent him like. 10 or 15 questions and he was like i honestly don't remember well enough to tell you like what you're looking for <laughs> like i i was asking him like fucking skate specific like Speci yeah you're like yeah moment in time I, i'm trying details. to i'm trying to get down to it like yeah. it, tell tell me what was happening at the time and he was like i I couldn't possibly like talk on that level. Yeah, like I imagine so, like, like everyone else who was partying a lot during that period as well. So he's probably like I was probably stoned or drunk or I just don't remember. Yeah. I don't I don't know if that's the case. It's just like he may or may not want to talk to someone, especially like someone unknown like me, as far as like putting anything out like that, but um, 
I feel like having, um, I'm like, I, I would say I'm two generations lower than what Dustin Latimer is. Uh, so I've only seen him through like video parts and yep. like, I, my only knowledge of him is what I've actually seen him put out. And I feel like that's what the majority of people who are still in it. There it is. You said majority. Oh, majority. Oh, the majority. <laughs> this, this is what I was hoping for. You guys having a domestic like live on camera. This is, this is what I'm hoping <laughs> to capture. Uh, yeah. So like, I don't know. Um, yeah, there's no he he has no real connection with these people. I would imagine it would be easier for him to be interviewed by someone who at least he had a passing, you know. Yeah, and, right. And that makes sense, but I don't know. I I feel like someone needs to like get him on the like technical level of what he was doing, which is what I was trying to do. I I view that dude as like you have you have like an Arlo Eisenberg and you have a Chris Edwards who were super mainstream in the nineties when rollerblading was getting its roots. And then you have Dustin Latimer who was kind of like more of like an underground dude. Like he never got MTV exposure. Like he was just the best part in brain fear gone and the best part in Kuda Ta and like elements Two or he was never like he was the best part in everything that came out. <laughs> yeah, right. He definitely there there was a point where he was like the poster boy for USD and they were like, This is our star player. But it felt like he very quickly got sick of that and went, No, I'm going in the other direction. I'm I'm veering as far away from this as I can. Because I know yeah, that I remember like, during the time like Josh Petty and Joan Avran and all those guys tried to get him into the FP thing and be like, oh, we want you to like come and live with us and be in the crew and be in all the videos. And he was like, no, I don't want any part of that. So it feels like he he purposely tried to get himself away from being, yeah, the main focus of attention. While at the same I, time, absolutely killing it and revolutionizing blading. Uh, the thing for me, like, I started rollerblading in 2001. Fucking the first noobie. video don't, I ever you saw. You know what, Cody? That you yeah. just lost all legit. Don't even talk to me. You're a noob, right? You're Dude, a noob. That's crazy because that's 20 <laughs> fucking years ago. You know, like, I started skating 20 fucking years ago, and it's like, you I'm still what? too young to, it's like. It's not enough, right? Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, like, all Dustin, like, words was the first, like, Dustin Latimer part I had ever seen that wasn't out before I started skating. Words was like what, 2003? Oh God, I don't even know. Yeah, it was after I started university. So yeah, I started uni in like okay. 2001 and it was after that, yeah. So I never even saw Dustin Latimer parts until like 2006, 2007. I was like, oh yeah, you never saw fucking Brain Fear Gone. You never saw Coup d'etat. And I was like, no, dude. Like when I started skating, it was like underestimated had just came out. So that's like all we watched was like underestimated. And um, what was the New York video at the time? Uh, one? Maybe? New York one. Yep. With, or, with murder and Boshy Pope. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. One. I, I had underestimated. I had one and I had like 
VG19 and VG20, I think. Okay. So the, like I had the, the only DVD thing you had was East Coast videos because VG19 uh, was an East Coast yeah, VG. Underestimated Philly, New York one. Okay. Yeah. And then, yeah. So like I wasn't even around for Dustin Latimer's era at all. My first video was on VHS, Brain Fear Gone. I'm talking to children here. Children. <laughs> yeah, no. Like I well, the thing was though, is that like I was skating much before that. It was just like I was only fucking 12 years old. I had to ask my mom to buy me a skate video in like I don't who who knows what is going to be on the skate video when I actually receive it. This is very true. Yeah. Like it's not a like extremely com like I could have been watching VG nine if that like if if I had like bought a video whenever I was actually starting skating, but like I don't know, I I didn't get one until Brain Fear Gone. Yeah, yeah, that's kind of weird. Which, to my supreme displeasure. Not every skate video is brain fear gone. No, because that—that's—that's that's a tough video to be your first video. Because yeah, most, no most shit, things dude. after that are going to be a disappointment. Not every video is brain fear gone. You get your next one, you're like, there's something wrong with this one. This one's broken. Like VG16 was my next one. See, I feel like the later, which is VGs, a good one. I, I think East Coast I, VG Volume One. Yeah, FID. Fuck it, dude. Um. Murda, murder section, uh, Dustin Hallroom section. Uh, who the hell else was in that? Um, shit, I don't remember off the top of my head. Look, dude, I am so sorry that I I was an hour late. I I can't I can't describe how. Oh wait, sorry. wait till you see the intro to this video. Like I, I roast you for a good couple of minutes beforehand, saying you okay, know that's fair. he's that's fair. he's getting a hard time. So you can, you can look forward to that. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, still, I still feel bad. We should have been wrapped up an hour ago. It's all good. I'm just glad so, we finally got to do this. No, I know. I'm I'm always here. Fucking hit me up. Well, as soon as your next Pro Wheel comes out, then we'll need to do it again. But yeah, until then. Okay, that's fair. Right. I Speak wish I could tell you right now what it is, but like... I'll, I'll, just, I'll, I'll just interrogate Rob. I'll be like, Rob, tell me. Rob won't tell me anything. Rob never tells me anything. I feel like I feel like you'll like the idea. Feel okay. Like well, until then. Yes. Get off the call. Thank you. Thank you for having. Speak Appreciate soon. it. Yes. Peace.